Right now, it's showtime. It's Dave. Dave. And Mahoney. Thank you for joining us this morning. Audrey, I got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first, Sam, a friend? Dave, let's start off today's show with some bad news. Some bad news. Um, yeah, so they're saying that picking your nose, and you have said that you are a nose picker yourself. Abbott. Mostly while driving or other times? Oh, big, Just, big nose picker while I'm driving. Yeah. Because that's when I notice it. Yeah, yeah, it's because the mirror's right there. It's uh, You're like, oh, there's a book in there. I'm going to go get it. You just said that, and I just realized my nose ring was, like, legitimately halfway out my nose. Is it harder to pick the nose on the side with the nose ring? So hard, but that's where all of the gold is. Ah, uh, that's where they plump up, Because huh? it's a corkscrew, like yeah. a wine cork. Yeah, yeah, sure. Is what my nose ring is. So it's just real gets So every time it. that you see a girl with a nose ring and you think, that looks hot. It's boogers. Just remember. Booger it's City. Booger City holding that thing in. Yeah. It's literally just a one big ball of One snot. rock. Yep. <laughs> uh, they're saying that picking your nose might... What? <laughs> what? Jordan just shook his head so that, that hair was just shaking in there. Just digging for gold? <laughs> what are you, Mario, <laughs> trying to get some coins? You've never heard that bourbon? <laughs> You've never heard that before? You're digging for gold? No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so they're saying nose picking can actually lead to uh, to Alzheimer's. Oh, Great. So, I can't remember much right now anyway. So. Let's say that bacteria can travel directly from the nerve in the nose into the brain, and that can induce certain Alzheimer's uh, pathologies. And they're saying that the lining of the nose is very important, so not picking it or plucking the nasal hairs can help to lower Alzheimer's risks. You're picking your nose right now. No, I was you? just I was just holding it, just seeing talking. if I could now close. Now it's making my nose I was, run. I was seeing if I could uh. close the path, pathways back. Oh, you're just trying to shut it down. Yeah. Okay, you're trying <laughs> to block off I the interstate out. over here. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> everything that I stretched out. My mom, whenever I was young, she did say that if I kept picking my nose, I was going to stretch the nose holes and then make them. Yeah, really our parents large. lied to us a lot. The whole if you make a funny face, it'll stay. The yeah. whole if you keep doing that, you'll have hairy palms. Look at these. They're smooth. Not a hair in sight. Not a hair. Not a single. It's one. like you do snare. <laughs> I do have to nair my hands three times a day. Um, I, I have arrived at that magical point in life, though, where, I mean, it says in this story not to pick the, uh, the the nose hairs. Are you guys at that point where you'll just, I don't just get like a nose hair. For some reason, it is the size of a tug of rope. Like it is, all of a sudden I'll just notice it and there's just like one hair and I'm like, how? And then if you yank it and pull it out, it's three and a half feet long. No, I never noticed. Um, I never ah. have noticed any of those things because I didn't even know I had a mustache until you told me. Yes, sir. You so do. do you see nose hairs as well? Are they glistening? Okay, well, don't really look. No, there's, like there's a of... lot of bugs in there, though. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. This is Dave and Mahoney. So this is a pretty wild story about kind of a harrowing rescue that no one really expected would happen in this way. So there's this, this girl named... Well, the girl's name wasn't listening to me. The guy's name is Cristiano. He started off his Sunday morning gliding in his paramotor. Do you know what that is? No. So have you seen like a like the hang glider, essentially? It's yeah. like that, but you also have like a giant propeller kind of strapped on your back. And if, I don't know if you've ever seen those machines where sometimes there's two seaters, but a lot of the paramotors are just a single seater. So you're flying around. 
in essentially this thing that's like a hang glider, this but it's what, got like, a motor on the, the back. The Wright brothers started out with when they were creating yeah. the airplane. Yeah, so Literally. He was gliding in his paramotor, and this was the two-seater. He's with his friend, and all of a sudden he saw a splash that caught his eye, and he realized that it was a car sinking into a canal. And so he flies closer because you can steer these things, right? Because it's got a motor on it. And he noticed a woman stuck inside of this car screaming for help. So they land this paramotor thing nearby and rush over and they rescue her. How did she get in there? I have no idea what caused her to actually go into the canal. It's just somehow she drove off the road and ended up landing in the canal. And when she landed in the canal, this dude who... Happened to be floating on this magical little device. That's nuts. Just totally right place, right time. Guardian angel yep. type stuff. And it's he sees this splash in the distance. It catches his eye, and he's like, "Hold on, let me zoom over there in my nerd machine and try to save this woman." <laughs> and, he, and he is and Iron he, Man. He, he's Iron Man. He is Iron Man, except for a lot less cool. Nerds, nerds. Well, I mean, I don't want to make fun money. of this guy who. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Iron Man was a billionaire. Yeah, if Iron Man had forty-five dollars, a stick of gum, and a propeller, this is what he would do. But the the idea that this guy is out with his friend too, because I just try to imagine the conversation of like, "Hey, do you want to go paramotoring with me on Sunday morning?" You know, and like, I'm I feel just, like it's kind of an extreme sport, Dave. You're ah, you're not you're in the yeah, sky. Yeah. You're in this guy. Uh, is it an extreme sport? Because when I think of extreme sports, I think of that's cool. Okay, well, this but like, strikes you as cool. If some dude, you're making it seem way uncool. I think uh, if I were to pretty, see it in person, I think it would feel cool. You're telling me that you would get on a paramotor with some dude? No, I wouldn't even get on a mo- motorcycle. I am a chicken. Okay, I'm a chicken. Yeah, but I, you're cool. making it seem like it's way cool what uncool. he did. It's cool that he saved somebody's life. Speaking it's cool that he was able to land his nerdmobile close enough to the canal and then rush over and save her. All of that is cool. Speaking of the life-saving portion, yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to victim blame here, but I got a question about whenever your car gets into water. Mm-hmm. Does it immediately just not have your windows work? Do your windows, like, automatically cut off? Right. Like, and, like, are you how saying fast that she should have just, like, rolled down the window and then, yeah. like, gotten out? Yeah. So you are a victim blame. A little. Yeah. But I just don't know how it works. Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Dave, do you remember the last time you were hitting the gonads? I'm guessing it was pretty recent because you have a million kids. Message deleted. Fairly regularly get walloped in the nuts. That happens. But the most recent time that I can remember, and it wasn't me, thankfully, uh, it was my my friend Matt. And you know Matt. He's not an overly expressive guy, Matt Brown. Uh, we were over at a friend's house, and this this has to have probably been about a year and a half ago, maybe even more than that. No, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was pre-pandemic, so it was before that. But we were watching a UFC card, and we were over at my buddy's house, and he had one of those large dogs that's like the Labradoodle ones. Yeah, that the are, big, goofy ones. They're big and goofy. They're, they mean well, but they're idiots. Yeah, they're clumsy. Yeah. They're clumsy and cute. That's, that dog, makes them the most lovable. Yeah. Was running at, I don't know, 45 miles an hour-ish. It felt in your heart. And just ran directly. I mean, just the crown of its head directly into his nuts. No warning. Nothing. His drink goes flying. He doubles over in pain, and I thought it was hilarious. So then? 
So oh. then we promoted the dog. We oh, uh, gave I him the award. I thought that you were going to say that he then got mad at you, so then he oh, hit no, you no. back in the no, doinker. Not, so, okay, we're far too old to be doing that. Do you remember, I mean, yes. back in the day when us boys were in, like, you know, middle school, high school, probably even early college when you're drinking and out of the bar, mm-hmm. there'd be, like, the old tap or whatever, and you like, look, if you do that to me now... I'm going to sue you. <laughs> okay, again. Call my attorney. <laughs> not meaning to victim blame here, but I have a question. Yeah, sure. Does it really, I mean, we, we can be honest. It is far. Pretend like there's no other man listening right now. It's just sure. you and I, uh-huh. lady to lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I've got a question. My my sweet sister. Okay. Does it really hurt like that? It is awful. It's awful. It really is. Is it the doinker or is it the, the no, package? It's, it, it's it's the berries. It's not the twig. It's the berries. Okay. Yeah, it's just for whatever reason. It feels like it. Like I heard that it hurts more in your stomach, right? It's it like a stomach weird takes over feeling. All of your just yeah, it, mm. it really is very difficult. For to deal some with. reason, like I just I can't. I I believe you. I believe you. I believe it hurts. I don't feel like you believe me. I just because you know some people who are just. You said your friend Matt is very non-expressive and like so that that's again like There's I would be like, of like overly dramatic people. Let me let me give you the the, the best example like that I can <sighs> of of just how. It's an otherworldly sort of pain, and the best way that I can describe it is I've watched a lot of MMA over the years, mm-hmm. and there's been a lot of nut shots that we've seen, mm-hmm. but there's been a few that it they haven't even appeared that aggressive. Like, a lot of times the graze is even worse really? than Ugh. just, like, a solid shot for whatever reason, but uh-huh. I distinctly remember, I forget the fighter's name, but I remember that he got kicked in the boys. And it, it hurt. He was trying to power through it where they're like, hey, you can take five minutes if you need to to recover. Uh-huh. And he's like, no, 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 I'm fine. But then the ref's like, no, you need to take a little bit of time to recover because he was dry heaving because it hurt so bad. Oh, yeah, he was yeah. in the cage, probably one of the biggest competitive moments of his life, going, uh, uh, because he just gotten walloped in the nuts. Lady UFC fighters, if they get clipped. Um, you said clipped? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there. They should also get five minutes. They, they sure should. Equal, mm. equal fight rights. <laughs> Beef in the cap. This is for you. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Good old Rocky Top. Ooh. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Just for you and Audrey. Message deleted. That, that hurt my heart. Voice um, of an angel. And you know what sucks is that I did another woo part, and everybody from Alabama, where I'm from mm-hmm. originally, and Kentucky, where I went to school, um, they would be very, very devastated that I just did the woo. Um, you know, I think that there's just so many people who just hate Tennessee that I feel like we are stronger than that lady. <laughs> so you think we there's a lot of people that hate Tennessee more? The University of Tennessee, yeah. More so than Alabama? Well, but Al- no, Alabama, well, no. Alabama always wins. So everyone that's not an Alabama Georgia fan hates, hates Tennessee, them. Kentucky hates Tennessee, Alabama hates Tennessee. Those three, whenever they play, is always a big game, like against Tennessee. Uh huh. I, yeah. I don't really know why. I mean, I guess it's just SEC. Just uh, they, it's just and you're close together. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only thing I can think of. But uh, yeah, you always just hear the rumblings of how awful that that orange is, and it's a very very bright orange. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of a lot of southern states that, especially the SEC, where they just actually do hate each other. No, like it is. I mean, because it's like if you're not from. Well, I mean, think about like Alabama, Auburn, just in the same state. Like, yeah. you the hatred. the pure hatred that comes with that, and Louisville, Kentucky, because that's why she said beef in the chat mm, again yes. later. Twitch.tv slash David Mahoney. He's a big Louisville fan. 
I don't know. D- growing up, did you guys have like the people who were side by side neighbors, or even the house divided uh, license plates where it uh, would show the two teams, like the Gamecocks versus Clemson the, house yes, divided? Plenty, plenty <laughs> of that. There, there's there's the people that are kind of tongue in cheek about it. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, it's a house divided, and you know we root for different teams and this and that, and it's all good natured. But then there's the people who take it way too far mm-hmm. and actually do want to physically hurt somebody else because they're a fan of the other team. So you don't get the whole let me fist fight you in a stadium. No, like cuz you paid to be there. Like my my I grew up <laughs> my my dad is an Eagles fan, right? Mm-hmm. And Philadelphia fans are nuts. Like yeah, they're as nuts. somebody that Grease grew up in Minnesota nuts. and a, like a Vikings fan, I there's no way I'm going to the Philly stadium wearing Minnesota Vikings colors cuz I just don't want to get into a fight. How uh bad do you hurt your dad's feelings growing up in Rooting for a completely different team than him. Well, he grew up. I mean, he grew up as an Eagles fan, but then you know we shared in the Vikings because we all lived in Minnesota. So, do you kind of casually root for Philadelphia? No, for no, him? no, no. Screw him and the whole family. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey guys, uh, what do you all think is the dumbest thing that tons of people believe in when there's obvious proof? That they're wrong. Message deleted. I could go on for days, and I think that they're all be obvious that everyone just thought of in their head as soon as that guy asked. Yeah, the election wasn't stolen, you morons. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMB. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So now that Halloween is in the rearview mirror for this year, there's a lot of things that I'm starting to realize about what a flex it is for certain parents on Halloween. Because we talked about this leading into Halloween about people buying full-size candy bars. And you actually did that yourself. But, I mean, this is kind of like your first, you're, you're getting very comfortable with the new boyfriend. You guys have the house all set up how you want. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the first year where you guys have done this together, which is exciting. But you kind of went all in on the candy thing, right? So Okay, so not only that, but backing up just a minute. So I have, again, and I've kind of been saying this, I've been trying to really dive into the holiday spirit. So over the last, I mean, seriously, since I was in college, I didn't, I never had like a Christmas tree just because a lot of that is just really expensive. It is, yeah. And whether or not you have a partner, you have to have a partner who's wanting to also spend that kind of money too, right? And like, And also be into it because if you're just, if you're the only one into it and the other one doesn't care, it's just kind of like, meh. But like Mahoney and his wife, for example, super into it, four trees into it. Yes. And my boyfriend is into it. Like the house is just decked out, super decorated. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to dive in and be a holiday. -er. Like, let's just see what it's about. I I want to know what it's about. Your boyfriend's got a daughter, right? And and having kids like for me, because I was never really into it that much until the kids came along. And then you're like, oh, we can create some really magical moments. And they're so into it the entire time. It's awesome when there's kids involved but it's become the sort of thing where i feel like it's also become very much a competition between people in the neighborhood where they're all trying to outdo each other yes and especially neighborhoods that have a lot of kids it it just goes bonkers sometimes so last night we're all set up and we have like a buffet of treats if you will Mm -hmm. and it was uh we had all the decorations out we were sitting down and uh my boyfriend, Dustin, he was dressed up, and he was the only one of, of the three of us, him, his mom, and myself, who were dressed up. But we had a buffet of treats, and I actually did not get the full-size candy bars, okay. but the neighbor did. Ooh. And <laughs> and he went over, <sighs> and they're like boys or whatever, and, and uh, he went over to say, like, hey, what's up? And he goes, he comes back over, and he goes, Audrey, 
they have full-size candy bars. And I looked at them and I was like, was I supposed to get the full-size yeah, candy yeah. bars? It's your fault for not getting them. You should have known that. You should have anticipated. So then I'm like. now you're the lame house. I, I, try, I try to make it like, if you get full-size candy bars, you're just trying to be a show-off. Yeah. <laughs> Which I do kind of feel like that to an extent. I mean, what kid would not just be totally elated to have a giant full-size candy bar? But I ended up getting about $100 worth of candy. It's a lot of candy. And you, do you have a bunch left over? So at the end of the night, we were just dumping it into kids' yeah. bags so that they would be just, I mean, we don't need that Riddled candy. with diabetes, yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, no, it's great. You have longer to live. Yeah. <laughs> You'll do fine. <laughs> um, so I, I, I realized something about, like, we talk about the flex of the house being decorated, and mm-hmm. I definitely feel that in, in our neighborhood. But we took the kids out trick-or-treating on Halloween night, and I, I realized that there's also something else that is missing that I did not anticipate because we don't really have a need for it other than, I don't know, on Halloween night. My wife told me she wants a golf cart. Oh. She wants a golf cart to, like, drive around the neighborhood. and like. Do people do that? Your neighborhood is like a circle. No. The, my people, the people don't drive. I don't think I've ever seen a golf cart in my neighborhood. Wait, hold on. She Your wants neighbor- to, she wants <laughs> she to lead the charge on the golf carts in the neighborhood. Your HOA is not going to allow that. I mean, I think you could drive a golf cart around in the neighborhood. Do they, if she's going to lead the charge. Yeah, I think I, it feels kind of extra because what on earth would we ever use a golf cart for if we lived, I don't know, on a golf course or we lived in the villages in Florida where everyone's got golf carts. Sure. Our neighborhood, again, zero golf carts. Do you have like a clubhouse or your pool? Do you have a pool nope, in your neighborhood? None of that stuff. Oh, it's the, where is she going to go? Where are we going to go? Where are you going to go? So anyway, I bought a golf cart. This is David Mahoney. There is a certain person. So vile, so arrogant. A middle ground between horrible and useless. A culinary and retail nightmare. A person who we call Karen. Karen, why did you do that? Why did you do that? Why? These are the Karen Chronicles. Why did you do that, Karen? Being a Karen or a Darren is a lifestyle, not a name. These are all about the people that are a little too entitled. Maybe they've had a bad experience somewhere, but they're not the ones who just try to fix it. They go, I'm going to blast this place on the Internet. I'm going to try to shut this business down with my review. Mm, so mean for no reason. We'll start with Alki's Greek Taverna. It's got four and a half out of five stars. It's got almost 1,200 reviews. So, so that's a very positive rev- I mean, Very, very positive. The more people that review your place and you still have above a three i'm like that's i'm gonna try that you have four and a half out of five and almost 1200 reviews that's solid uh lana a said five out of five this greek restaurant has all the makings of a great experience the food outstanding uh neatly presented in a very pleasing way pleasing yeah she says okay Okay. (laughs) uh sean l said five out of five great greek food excellent down home greek comfort level at its best funky area but ignore that and just go in for the food and service dude honestly sometimes you really do some uh, the the some of the best restaurants are in the diciest parts of town Yep. Uh, Darren M. did not have a great experience. Said one out of five stars. First off, my wife and myself have been going to this place for a couple of years now. And my wife ordered some food last night for me to pick up. I got home and the food was wrong. The whole order was. So I just took it and I threw it in the trash. 
And by the time I had a chance to call them back, they were already closed. We called a few days later and they insisted they would have to see the food in order to even give us a credit. So unprofessional. Remember, Alki's Greek Taverna, the customer is always correct. I would warn everyone to think twice about ordering food to pick up from here. It's going to be terrible. Terrible. Okay, I would like to say to every Karen and Darren out there, the customer ain't always right. No, they're not. <laughs> if you if you got home and you found that your order was wrong and you just threw it away, how is the restaurant supposed to know that you didn't just take it home and eat it? Right. <laughs> like, and, where? and if you ate it all, it clearly wasn't that bad. You have so many, you have Garbage. all the time in the world to go back and just switch it out. Also, it was probably about eleven ninety nine. Maybe just let this one go. Yeah, just chuck it up to the L. Let's head to Red Wing Shoes in Brookfield, Wisconsin. 4.6 out of 5, 90 reviews. Uh, BB said 5 out of 5. These guys are amazing, always honest and upfront. They take care of people. So this is a shoe place? Yeah, it's a shoe place. Okay, like where you get, what, like running shoes probably? Uh, Red Wing Shoes, I think, are more like kind of work booty sort of type of shoes. Yeah. Okay. Ruben said 5 out of 5. Phenomenal experience. New boot day is always exciting. And this time it was also effortless. They had the opportunity to say that I was new boot goofing and they didn't take it. (laughs) New boot goofing and you missed your chance. Uh, Darren P. Not a great experience. Said 1 out of 5 stars. I've never been treated so rudely by a salesman. When I showed up, what I wanted, I told him my size. He said they only had wide and I have narrow feet. I asked to try on a pair, and he said, I need to be wearing socks. Well, excuse me. They don't have any pairs that you can borrow, so I had to buy a pair of socks. He didn't even thank me for my purchase. And yes, I was being generous. Now, the shoes were very comfortable, but why should I have to waste my money for socks because of your lack of foresight? If you're reading this, go to another store. You'll get better service at a Kohl's. Big Cole's cash guy. Yeah, love Cole's cash. I mean, to be honest, it would be definitely a lot better and a lot cooler if Red Wing Shoes had Cole's cash. Who options. goes boot shopping without wearing socks? What are you doing, Darren? They usually have those tiny what little pantyhose doing? socks, though, for the ladies. But still, man, like, what are you doing? You're go. You're not going out sandal shopping. You're going out boot shopping with no socks on. You're a monster. You're a monster, and you I deserve don't want you as blisters. A you deserve blisters. And finally, we're going to go to Piedmont, Montana. Never been sure it's lovely. Uh, there's a subway there that has 4.2 out of 5 stars. That's fake. Those are all pushed. Those are bought. There's are no bought. way that the subway in Piedmont, Montana has 4.2 out of 5. There's just it's no just way. just not true. Uh, Sean A. <laughs> said 5 out of Well, you know what? Maybe we're wrong. The first one from Sean A. said, very, very delicious he works and a there. great value with over-the-top service. No way. He works there. He's a family That's friend. That sounds a little bit cooked, but listen to this next one because it is touching. It's from Nolan S. He said, five out of five stars. said, I came in here with sadness from my recent divorce. I ordered a cold-cut combo, and you wouldn't believe I told you that my frown was turned upside down from that delicious sandwich that you were able to make. A tear of joy ran down my face as I took that first bite. Thank you, Marissa and Colin. Thank you. I don't. What? what? <laughs> Hold on a you're, second. You, you're, you're not that sad. Your if depression a, was a six-inch sub combo. is able to fix it. <laughs> what? That's a pretty good divorce, man. Not that only that, but like, if everybody who's ever sought out therapy <laughs> and all of the hundreds of dollars they have spent post-divorce and all it took was a cold-cut sandwich from Subway, he knows the, he knows the tricks, no, man. No, bro. Your Zoloft just kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> 
Karen J said, one out of five stars. Absolutely horrific food. Worst sandwiches I've ever seen. My order was totally messed up. I had faxed the order 30 footlongs for a meeting that we had over Jeez. two and a half hours before pickup. And what I received was meat smashed into soggy bread and socked into their bags. Most of the meat, Sucked. there was very little, was sitting at the bottom of the bags. It was so difficult to actually tell what they were supposed to be. Complete garbage is what it was. This business executive is never doing business at this subway again. That is way more on par with how every subway... Like I mean, that's socked into bags. Meanwhile, Nolan's still sobbing in the corner. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So this is a uh, pretty big story. I didn't know that this guy was that big of a deal um, because I'm not a huge hip-hop fan. Uh, but the... The rapper Takeoff has been shot dead at, at 28. 28 years old in Houston. It's kind of a wild story. Uh, Takeoff is a third of the group Migos, which has Offset in it, and I guess is a really big deal. And, and Quavo, and yeah. Quavo, so this yeah. is a, this is seriously a very big deal because he just came out with an album with Quavo. Didn't they just release um, like a, a video like Mon like earlier this week or last week something like yes, very recently. Messy, I yeah. think was the name of that track. So yeah, no. Um, and again, like I'm not super dived into the uh, rap rap game at all. Um, but I do know that this is a massive hit um, to the rap community. And uh, not only that, but just what it, I, I said this to you whenever I read this this morning. It was like I had just turned on my phone 10 minutes in and I'm reading all the news and I'm like, are you kidding me? We have another person in the music industry who has passed away due to gun violence. It's crazy. I mean, it feels like the what is going on with the hostility right now and on the at least in America, it feels like very everyone's walking around on eggshells. And for this to happen is devastating. He's 28 years old. He's a kid. Got shot in the head. God, that's yeah. so he sad. Was, I guess he was hanging out with his friends, and they were at some place in Houston called 810 Billiards and Bowling, and they were playing dice or something. Some argument broke out. There's a 911 call that's been released uh, where you know people are just screaming, saying they needed help, everything else. But, yeah, just hanging out, celebrating a birthday from what we understand. <sighs> And shot dead, 28. And he has been reported to be one of those dudes who just keeps to himself. You know, of the three members of Migos, he was yeah. the dude who was just kind of like in the back, in the background. And for those of you who are kind of like, who who are Migos? I mean, they had, uh, they were pretty massively popular like in 2006. But Cardi B's husband is one of the the members of Migos. Got so it. that's that would probably be the most pop culture reference that I could give you of who would be the closest to them. So Chloe uh, Kardashian and uh, Tristan Thompson are having to remind people again that they are not romantically linked because they were seen hanging out together at this Halloween party. It's called co-parenting, and people that are able to pull that off, it's not for everyone, I get it, but the people that are able to pull that off, I really respect, and especially when you are somebody like Khloe Kardashian and you know that you're going to have to deal with all of this blowback with you like, ooh. Oh, like, everyone's dude, all can, up in your business. I get it, and I, I think that they are all fantastic co-parents. We also just like, saw Kanye West out at a soccer game with Kim Kardashian, stormed away, came back, the whole thing. It's like, you want to root for them for their kids' sake, yeah. as far as, like, whatever, don't get back together. I don't care about that at all. But if you think about the kids, they're yeah. all so young. Yeah, and they hopefully don't really understand all of the drama that's going on with their parents to begin with, because they shouldn't have to. They're little kids. I actually just saw a handful of people on my social media that were 
co-parenting. Like, mm-hmm. there's, they're no longer a couple, but they get together on Halloween for yeah. the kids' sake, and they'll still even, like, dress up in, like, family costumes and stuff. And I'm like, that's pretty great because it's for the kids, right? Yes. So, uh, you know, props. I don't normally say this, but props to Khloe Kardashian. You know, you, she's, dude, she's just gone through it. Well, yeah. But, yeah. I mean. I know. Tristan but, Thompson has been a dirtbag since the jump. And he she just bamboozled kept him, her into another kept, baby. I know. She just kept giving him too many chances, man. I know. I just feel so sorry for her. I really do. Protect Post Malone at all costs. We can all agree on that, right? He uh, he was doing a concert. I mean, you kind of have to protect him from himself because he's falling <laughs> off stuff. Uh, he's but, clumsy. We love him. But Posty is just seems like a really genuinely nice guy. Yeah, and he's a good dude. That's what we've heard from everyone that's had any sort of interaction with him is that he's just a really sweet guy. And he was uh, he was doing a, a concert the other night, and somebody asked him if they would if he would do their gender reveal for them on stage with just like a piece of paper that they you know. Wrote out, like, yeah. congrats, you're having a girl. And yeah. sure enough, he opens it on stage just so, because he's just a nice guy. He is. Yeah. I feel like of the hierarchy of nice, awesome people who I would like to have a drink with, he's number one. But you would have to be okay with drinking Bud Light. That's <laughs> the only thing. Bud, Big Light, Bud Light or guy. whatever champagne that he bought into. Do you remember that? Or Jaeger as well. Didn't he buy into Jaeger? Yeah, so we can drink anything. This is great. Let's hang out. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. You know the songs. But do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears. On Dave and Mahoney. Oh, I get it because they're cover songs. <laughs> Charlene is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. How's it going, Charlene? Pretty good. How are you? Excellent. So we've got 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these songs. Audrey is on your team today. You are trying to get two out of the three in order to win. She can be tagged in on any single one, but only on one. And the way that this game works is if you get the artist and the song, you get a full point. If you get the artist or the song, you get a half point. You're trying to get two out of the three in order to win. And I will say that all of these songs are huge hits, but not necessarily in their form of being covered and put on on the YouTubes because on the tubes, the, the biggest one that we have here is 362 views. The last one only has 19 views. And Yikes. this first one oh. has 60 views. So not a lot. Okay. Not a lot. You you're got, trying. You got 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. Uh, again, you're trying to get the artist or the song. Feel free to tag in Audrey on any one that you think will help. And she'll tell you if, if she thinks she can help. Okay? Yeah, because we're working here together. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to try and, and bamboozle you. So fingers crossed. All right. Good luck, Charlene. Here we go. Number one, let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. Good luck. And that's the 30 seconds right there. Again, only has 60 views from an artist named Heather Hart. Thought that was a dude, but fine. Um, Sounded good. I didn't hate it. Not that bad. Not, 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 not that far off the original. What do you think? Do you know the artist and the song? Uh, R.E.M. Losing My Religion. Easy breezy. Yes. Got it. On the board with one. Well done. I want to hear that song now. That was good. Okay. I mean, not from them, but. <laughs> you want to hear more Heather Hart? I, Available I, no, on YouTube. I Help yourself. Heather Hart. Sorry, All right. Heather. Here we go on to number two. Uh, this is the most popular one that we have. 362 views from LM Music. And again, 30 seconds on the clock. If you get this one, a full point, you win it right here. Good luck. Fall into your hands. I command my spirit. Fall into your hands. 
Again, 30 I have, seconds. Oh, I have a fun fact about that part of the song. Oh, yeah? The producer of that song told that artist to go and pick a book off of the wall. And that's what and that that's is. The lyric that that's why it makes, it not, that makes huh. no sense for the rest of the song. Okay. Interesting. Um, wow. It sounds like Audrey may be able to help you if you need it. Uh, what do you got for Charlene for the win? System of a Down, Chop Suey. It's just so easy. Add a girl. Well done. Well done. Do you want to just try the third one for the fun let's of it? Let's do a sweep. Yeah, let's, do a let's sweep. just try. Let's hear, let's you just try. It. Here we go. Got let's it. go. Don't you ever fear? I'm always me. I know that you need hair. Turn twisted. Your eyes are slid. You need to get it. And I love you. And you know you're mine. Okay, that one only has 19 views online. Maybe not quite as true to form, but do you know it? Um, I didn't get it at first, but now I know it's a Weezer Buddy Holly. I mean, I, I'm going to do it again. It She's perfect. Yeah. Three for three. A sweep on your own. Well done. This is Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So, Audrey, I'm curious your take on this because I saw something on Halloween night that I I kind of understood it, but I also didn't. There was some kids that were in kind of the same group with us because you know how that happens when you are trick-or-treating and, you know, you're just going house to house. But sometimes, like, other groups you'll sort of end up just sort of syncing up with and you go up to the house at the same time. And it seems like the vast majority of the people in our neighborhood were just overwhelmingly cool and happy and in a good mood and all that stuff. But there was one group of older kids that were probably, I don't know, Mm 15-ish. And they ended up kind of syncing up with us while our younger kids were going up to the door and asking for candy as well. And the door opened to this one house, and it was this, you know, middle-aged lady that, you know, you could tell wasn't really into Halloween. Like, the house was decorated nicely, but it took them a minute to come to the door. And then when she did, she was wearing, like, her Browns jersey because she was watching the Monday night football game, mm-hmm. you know. So it hadn't, like, made a big point of, like, going above and beyond and dressing up herself. But she made a comment, which I found interesting, where these older kids that were with us were, you know, they're trick-or-treating also. And she pulled the whole, aren't you a little old to be trick-or-treating on them? Okay. And to me, it just struck me as totally inappropriate yes. to say something like that to kids that are still trying to be kids. And have festive spirit, 100%. Right. Like as, as a 15-year-old, there's a lot of 15-year-olds that are out there that are getting into trouble, that are kind of being hooligans. I know that we certainly got in our fair share of trouble around that age. If there's kids that are choosing to still be in that like adolescent or younger spirit and just go out trick-or-treating, like it doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't make you feel worse to give a fun size Snickers to somebody who's 14 as opposed to four. Yeah, why like, are you problem? rationing out your candy don't, and picking and choosing? Yeah, don't gatekeep you... the candy. It's weird. That's weird. And also it makes me feel like that's 
That's what. Are, is your team losing? Like, why are you grumpy? No, the Browns were kicking ass. Yeah. So then why is she grumpy? <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, I don't know. I don't like that. I, I don't like that at all. Because we did have some uh, older kids who came up, and I actually thought just like you did. That's really cool that they're out doing this. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I didn't see. I only saw two. I only saw two teens. And it's like you. You just want your candy, and that's awesome. That's uh, the easiest, cheapest way to go out and get candy. Natalie said, F that lady, it's literally candy. And Kyle said, so you egged her house, right? No, that would have been inappropriate. I was dressed as Fred Flintstone, so it didn't have any, like, bottoms to it. So I just took a large slam in her front yard. thought that was appropriate. (laughs) My kids thought that was weird. But, yeah, no, it was fine. Uh, No, it it just, again, like, that happened to me one time when I was growing up as well. And I still remember that lady's house. It was in Brainerd, Minnesota. And I was probably 11 years old. And she started giving me grief for being too old to trick-or-treat. I don't think you're ever too old to trick or treat. I'll raise you another form of judgment that I received mm. on Halloween. I was drinking wine. Uh-huh. Passing out candy. Yeah. One parent said, oh, we're drinking wine, are we? What kind of wine pairs well with Halloween? Okay. Here's the correct answer. <laughs> All of them. I said, this is a cab, good sir. <laughs> so let me tell you about this Which neighborhood. Which does pair well with chocolate. It sure does. <laughs> Somebody was, did you feel like you were being judged for that? A little. Well, just because they were dressed Every up. Every single parent that I saw walking around the neighborhood had last booze. night had, of course they had booze. In fact, the good, the really good houses are the, the ones t- that have the two entrances for the kids to go up and get their candy and then the entrance for the parents to go through the garage, which is set up like a bar. So you can go in there and get a mixed drink if you want to, because yes. I saw a few of those as well. Which that's legit. But I mean... I don't necessarily feel like he was like hardcore judging. It was just an interesting comment to make. And it was a little snarky in the way it was said. Mm-hmm. Nothing that made me be like, oh, well, let me clutch my wine glass and go take it inside. I was just like, whatever. Like, Should have said, don't judge me. This is just booze. I, in order to deal with your kids. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Are you an old Comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, as far as 90s movies with good, good endings, uh, Audrey, especially if you haven't seen these ones yet, Seven and The Usual Suspects. Those two are my favorite. Message deleted. So we were talking about the game. Have you watched that yet with Michael Douglas? No, I haven't. So as far as movies that have twists, because uh, you brought up The Sixth Sense and you said that re- you rewatched that this past weekend and you were like, I don't really get it in hindsight. It was the twist at the end where it had everyone, oh my gosh, I can't believe that just No, happened. I just said that it was boring. But the actual movie itself was pretty boring. Uh, yeah, I said that it was boring because whenever you try and rewatch it knowing the twist, yeah. It, yeah, I was just like, oh man, like this definitely is not a rewatch. I don't know why everyone disagrees with me. M. Night Shyamalan sucks. Everything he does, I dislike. I agree. You agree? You do agree. Thank you. He ruined ruined, uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Did he? Yeah. Okay, so I mean, I just, I remember like how excited people were about uh, The Village and how terrible that movie was. Because I think that's the one that followed. I think that was right after The Sixth Sense. And that was one where they were supposed to have a plot twist at the end and everyone got it within the first 15 minutes. Not me. I I was shook. I said, whoa, oh my gosh. Yeah, but you're, I didn't but even you're really pretty. Realize that yeah. was going to happen. I was also like 13 or 14 when that oh, movie came sure, out. So I sure. wasn't really like putting pieces of the puzzle together. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't even think I knew that it was like a. I didn't think. I don't even know if I knew who M. Night Shyamalan was in all of his movies that had twists. I think I just thought I was watching a spooky, scary movie. Uh-huh. You know? 
Uh, but would uh, would recommend uh, Usual Suspects. Very good movie if you haven't seen that yet. And Seven's the one with, um, with Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. Yeah. That one's just gross. I, I feel like the, everyone knows what happens at the end of that movie. You see, you just assume. Not everybody's as brilliant as you, Dave. No, it's not that. It's just that movie's been out for like 25 years. Uh, well, you because- don't know what's in the box? You don't remember the, like, the whole what's in the box? I've, I'm sure if I were to be watching it again. What's I mean, I've box? seen it. You want me to tell you what's in the box? Are you I'm asking me or are you quoting the movie? No, no, no. I, oh. was, I was asking if you want me to tell oh. you what's in the box. Sure. You, you want me to ruin it? Sure. You really don't know what's in the box at the end of the movie seven? No. Would you tell me? His wife's head. Ew. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. Do any of you have a hidden talent? Like any one thing that you can do incredibly well? Message deleted. Ruin movies from the 90s. Cray said it would have been a lot funnier if it was his D in a box. That You know what? You're right. What's in the box? It's my D in the box. Yeah, I feel like people who are like overly weird about spoilers, though, are annoying. I'm yeah. talking about from the perspective of just tell me what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, don't have this big charade over spoilers. Like, unless it's currently actively going on and it's episodic and it's weekly releases, I don't care. And neither should anyone else. You've had ample time to watch. Just say it. Just tell me what's happening, and I bet I won't care, and I'll probably still watch it if I really wanted to so watch it. So you can watch it after there's been a spoiler? Absolutely. I'm the exact opposite, where if I if I even see a trailer right before the movie, it ruins it for me. Well, it depends, because then I feel like everything that's on streaming is just so mid that yeah. I'm just like, I, I could take it or leave it, especially when if it's a, like a Netflix release uh, type of thing. If it's been around for a little bit and it gets put up there, like I remember watching Grey's Anatomy. Like mm. I knew that there was going to be some big people who passed away in that show and I still watched it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I don't care. Spoil it. Mm. Kyle said he has a talent for disappointing others. Okay. If you're wanting to chime in, twitch.tv slash David Mahoney. Please leave a message after the tone. So a meteor is about to destroy the earth, like completely annihilate us, and you only got an hour to live. What do you do in that hour? Message I thought that this person was actually reading a headline because <laughs> the other day I saw something that was like, Asteroid is a uh, a planet destroyer. And I was like, come on, man. Everything is <laughs> so dark right now. I mean, you have an hour to live. What would you do? I don't know. Everyone would be absolutely melting down. Everyone's like, I would have sex. I would enjoy the time <laughs> with my family. I'm like, no, you would not. For whatever reason, everybody You'd wants to go Screaming and running through the streets. Legit. Producer I- Pajamas, what would you do with one hour left to live? Try and get laid. For the first time for ever? For the first time ever. <laughs> it's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. The dumbest game on the radio. The super stupid spelling game. You know, I'm a little bit offended that it's called the dumbest game on the radio because, Audrey, I think that you're brilliant. And we'll find out whether our contestant, Chris, is brilliant today. Hey, Chris, how's it going, man? Good. How about you guys? Excellent. So tell us about your level of education. How far did you get in school? Uh, Just out of high school. (laughs) That's fine. We're uh, we're dealing with sixth and seventh grade words today. It is a double elimination, so I'm going to have Audrey spell a word and then you spell a word, and we're going to go back and forth. If one of you get ones, uh, one of you gets one incorrect, that's not an immediate elimination. There is two that you can get wrong, uh, but the other person has a chance to beat you after that second one. So, are you ready, Chris? Yes. Okay, Audrey, you're going to go first today. Your first word is referred. R-E-F for sure. Mm. E-R-R-E-D. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's for right. Her. Well done, Audrey. Uh, Chris, your first word is amateur. A-M-A-T-U-E-R. No, I'm sorry. You, you reverse the E and the U, so it's A-M-A-T-E-U-R. You said U-E-R. So. Oh, that's how I would have spelled it, too, yeah. dude. Yeah. All right, Audrey, you're, uh, it's okay. You're still in it. Uh, Audrey, you're, uh, your next word at the sixth grade level is illiterate. That's very rude Oh, to is, put that word in there. Is it? Because if I can't spell it, then that technically would mean that I would be illiterate. Mm. How unfortunate. Oh, God. I. Doing great. Okay. <laughs> L. Uh. L. I. I L L I T E R A T E. Illiterate. Yeah, you got it. I always do that. I have to type it out because we're not allowed to write anything down. Correct, yeah. So I always fake type. Okay, so um, Chris, this is important here because you have got one correct, or excuse me, one incorrect, and that means that if you get another one incorrect, then you fail. You lose. You fail. Um, I'm not going to say that I'm going to give you an easy one, but your next word is crisis. 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 uh, C R I S I S. Very nice. Audrey? Did you hear him go? (laughs) (laughs) Your next word, Audrey, is innocent. I don't think I know how to spell this word. Mm. I-N-N-O-C-E-N-T. Innocent. Okay. I'm an angel. Are you? Yes. I'm a little baby cherub. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Chris, your next word is seethe. Seethe. S-E-I-Z-E. No, not C's. Seethe, as in I'm so mad I'm seething. Seethe. Seethe. That's a tough one, Dave. Okay, just spell it like seether without the R. (laughs) S-E-E-T-A-G. Yeah, there you go. Well done. I would have put an I in there. (laughs) If you hadn't have said that, I would have. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Uh, we are through the sixth grade words. We are going on to the seventh grade words. You guys got almost all of those correct. So you got five out of the six. Audrey, your next word is easel. As in like the upright tripod for displaying something, usually like an artist's canvas. E-I-S-L-E? Nope. E-A-S-E-L. Not even close. <laughs> what did I say? E-I-S-L-E? I don't know. I did that for you, actually. I'll let you know. I just wanted to make it an even playing field so that we could continue on. Here's a fun additional question. Do you remember his uh, name, Audrey? Uh, Jack. No, his name is Chris. Chris. Oh, it's okay. an easy name. Okay. <laughs> uh, Chris, your next word is intrigue. <laughs> intrigue. I-N-T-R-I- G-U-E. Are you going through puberty? Uh, yes, that is correct. He's sleepy. It's early in the morning. No, it's it's I sleepy. Was, I was sick over the weekend, dang it. <laughs> you call it's us with COVID. All right, man. He's calling us with COVID. Uh, <laughs> can you get it through the phone? I don't know. No. Okay. Um, you guys are doing great. Uh, now things are all evened up, and that means Because I planned them that way. You planned it that way, yes. yes. Uh, Audrey, your next word is annex. What? Annex. 
Will you use it in a sentence, please? Yes. <laughs> like if you were going to annex a pipe of water, you would have to cut into it and place another pipe into it. I thought you were, I thought it was like Amex. Amex. A-M-E-X is oh, Amex. Yeah, I do know, know that, that one. one. Annex. A-N. N. E-X. <laughs> what? A-N-N-E-X. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, you got it. All right, Chris, uh, we're, we have one more. If you spell this correctly, we are going to sudden death. <laughs> All right. Uh-oh. You're doing great, man. <laughs> uh, it's not an easy Clear your throat one. out, dude. <laughs> uh, Tennessee. <laughs> Tennessee. That is correct, yes. What is happening? Did you just like drink and drink and drink? You sound like me after a bender. Like sick sick for work. That's what you you told work. I was sick. Don't you let her bully you, Christopher. Don't you You take this. You drank and smoked menthols, dude. I know that sound. (laughs) You had too much tequila and You were crushing those camels. (laughs) You got through a whole pack of Newports. All right. Final one. Ring in by saying your name. If you ring in first, you get the first crack to spell it. But if you spell it incorrectly, the other person automatically wins. This is sudden death. Okay? Ring in by saying your name when you think you know the correct answer. The final word in sudden death is receipt. Chris. Chris for the win. I just want to see if you can spell it. (laughs) R-E-C-E-I-P-T. Yes. Yes. That is correct. All right, baby. Now go get you some tea. (laughs) Some wrinkles. (laughs) This is Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. I don't want to call it a crisis of character, but Audrey, you said that you're a little bit worried that you may be getting a little old, like (sighs) you may be transitioning a little too quickly because, you know, I mean, you were shortly single. I mean, you were single for like several weeks, right? Something like that. Yeah. And then you kind of became the club girl for one weekend, and then you got into a, a relationship, and you're very much enjoying your new relationship with your new guy. Yeah, but I mean, the way you say that, it's like, I've never been a club person. I know. Yeah, so which like, is why I it lasted one I, weekend. I tested yeah, it, yeah. and I was like, wait, you mean I got to stay up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean that the doors don't get like open and fun doesn't start happening until like at least 12, 31 o'clock? All right, everyone's doing cocaine? That just seems exhausting. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, but, no. So you, that's not for you, but what you have found is very much kind of your speed, but you said that you're like drinking coffee throughout the day to keep yourself from falling asleep at like 7.30 at night. So here's the thing is that whenever you're in a brand new relationship, you want to spend so much time together, right? Yeah. And like lives exist outside of being with each other all of the time. Mm-hmm. So like work and working out and hobbies and all of those things still have to exist whether or not you're in a relationship, a marriage, or whatever. Like, we, everybody understands that much, I guess. But whenever it comes to having that time, whenever all of those things are over, the checklist of your day is over, it's like 6.30, 7 o'clock at night. And I'm getting tired around then, right? So I'm like, okay, I need to start drinking coffee around 5 o'clock so I can stay up later so that I can actually have time with my friends or my family, my boyfriend, and have a life. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of teetering this grandma state, and it's really starting to kind of bother me, especially when I know that it's going to get dark at 4 o'clock here soon. 
Then I'm gonna really be tired. Yeah, what? I mean, why don't you just have like a couple of the like the, you know who I'm talking about? Like the the crazy fun friends on draw, the ones that are perpetually single at all times that you can just earmark for every other Friday night and go have your little hoorah with them and and let loose a little bit and be as young, wild, and free as you want to for that one night every couple of weeks. Ugh. No, not into it. See, even the idea of going out, you're exhausted by. Okay, the hoorah, fantastic, love it. Mm-hmm. And we've all been like this. And I think I was even like this before. I can do the hoorah at 8 o'clock going into like 11 o'clock midnight. But that's not the, that's not what that's not what my friends do. Well, right, because your friends are, a lot of them are still in their 20s, and they want to go out and rip it up until 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm about to go to Mexico. Okay. I'm very okay. nervous about that. You're going to go to Mexico with your wild friends? Which is my, I, I don't have, like, wild and non-wild friends. No, they're but just the ones like, that like they to, go out. Yeah, they like to go out and have a, have a yeah. good time. Yeah. So we're going to be doing that. And they're already like, yeah, we're going to do day club and night club and shit. I'm like, oh, my God. Hang on. So have I've never, I don't think I've ever done that where I've gone to a day club. Oh, it's just not going to happen for me. And then you go to a nightclub as well. Because what normally happens when I'm at a day club is one of my friends gets put onto a wheelchair and taken out because it's been that sort of day. Well, it's such a swing of time. So you're going to the day club by like 11 o'clock. So you're going to party for 14 hours straight? That's what they think. I'm not. They know me. They know me and how I exist. I'm hungover by two drinks. Yeah. I've always been that way. Unless I am going on and like I might be able to make it to a dinner. But yeah, no, I don't know. It's just going to be an odd, it's going to be an odd thing. And I just am, I'm just not that person. I never have been. If my friends come into town and they want to do day club to night club, they know they will only catch me for one. You're not getting me for both. So here's the thing with Audrey is that she was literally moments ago just talking about whether or not having an extra espresso is a little bit too much during the day. (laughs) So the day club and the nightclub probably overdoing it a bit. But you know what's so crazy about all of that is like, you know, you just kind of said it where it's like you should be going out and kind of doing things. And I'm like, I enjoy daytime activities. You don't have to convince me for a second to do day drinking anything like i am a brunch girl i'm the woo girl on top of the tables going what to at like, noon ma'am it's 10 30 in the like, morning it, yeah like i mean you don't have to convince me i I'm found there. the bottom of the mimosas woo! i am the person that you need to gas you up during the day producer pajamas let me ask you a question and uh, don't feel like you're gonna hurt anyone's feelings because you won't who do you think it'd be more fun to go to a day club with me or audrey audrey Without question. I am offended. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, the other day, Audrey mentioned that she was traded. What was that all about? How did Audrey get traded? Message deleted. So it wasn't just Audrey. It was all of us. Um, Audrey, number one draft pick, number one draft pick. Uh, no, they got like two fifth round Don't picks for us, and that's you, it. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> no we're going we're gonna to change the narrative here, Dave. That's right. Now they, uh, so it's something that doesn't happen a lot, and there's, you know, who knows like what ever? else is going on. <laughs> um, but there was a, a Zoom call that we got from our boss, and he goes, hey, 
well, first off, I need to talk to you in 10 minutes on Zoom. And I'm like, well, this is going to be bad news. Yeah. Uh, And he gets on the Zoom with us and he just very calmly tells us, hey, we uh, our company that we work for. And, you know, we've worked for this company for about three or four years. I don't know. It's weird because of pandemic. Um, But, you know, for the same group. CBS radio before that for 15, right? Like 17 years for a long time. And he goes, yeah, uh, our group is trading you guys to another radio group. And we're like, you're trading us like that doesn't normally happen. He said, no, no, we're trading you guys and the whole radio station. So they are taking our radio station with us on it and just trading it to another radio group, which is pretty abnormal because what normally will happen is like getting sold or whatever. That's happened a handful of times over the years. And generally, you know, as long as the management stays the same, it's not really that big of a deal. And this is just pulling the curtain back. Like, listeners, like, you will literally never, it's you would have never same, have known if we had not have brought it up. It's the same radio show with the same team on the, the same, same station. station, all that stuff. It's just weird. And honestly, I think that Audrey has been kind of taking it Hard. the hardest. Yeah. Like, she's Be- been kind of upset by it. Because I'm such a pick-me girl, dude. Yeah. Pick me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. what do you mean? And you know what? I'm not too I'm not too proud to admit it. Like I straight up, like it did it did hit me hard because not only that, but like I whenever I moved here, you know, I had somebody who I I really look up to and adore. And, you know, him taking a chance on me and the whole thing, you know, it's just a movement of of workplace culture. And, you know, we're kind of shifting into a new environment and, you know, it's kind of taking the place that I felt home at in a building that I felt like I kind of grew into who I am now. And I have evolved as a person, did that whole like little cocooning season for a while. And it it really did. It broke my heart. And, um, you know, it has nothing to do with anybody who's in the building or, or, you know, our direct management at all. It was just something that was above anyone's control. And it's just, it just was sad. It, It did. It really did make me sad. So I've got a little bit different perspective. Um, as you know, you know, we work with Bossy Rossi, who is our, he's like middle management. He's not very important. He thinks he's important, but he's very, very much middle management at best. Regionally. And, yeah, I mean, he's a regional middle manager, whatever that's, <laughs> Most whatever that people means. would think that's a big deal, Dave. Yes, you're regionally unimportant. That's great. Um, the fact that we get to flush that turd is what's most exciting to me. So the fact that we don't have to work with him anymore and take his constant abuse and his ridiculing of us as not just, you know, his, well, I mean, technically his bosses, his coworkers, however you want to see it, uh, but also as a person, it's really nice. Like, I when just, are you going to drop that, the charade? The fact that I don't have to see his face every day is really just going to give me a new sense of being. Do you I'm going to feel alive every day again. When are you going to drop the charade? Of, of hating Bossy you Rossi? You make out with him every morning. I have to put in an Listen, HR complaint he every got, morning. He's got delectable lips. I can't help myself. <laughs> he is. <sighs> can't resist myself. You actually, I, at one point I was like, is this because of the parking spot? Like, is is Dave and, uh, and Bossy Rossi having sexual encounters in order for, you know, to allow Bossy Rossi to have that parking spot Look, every he morning? got co-employee of the month once, and that month is now over. So that parking spot that we have been it's conveniently gone. double parking in is no longer his. Um, mm, I love it. Please leave a message after the tone. Hi, y'all. If we were on an island together, all in the middle of the ocean, okay, all of us, to, you know, and we were the only ones that could fix the earth and stop the apocalypse and 
repopulate the earth, what would you guys decide to do? Message deleted. So you're saying uh, everyone in the listening community is on this island, or do you mean it's myself, Mahoney, Audrey, producer pajamas, and Mary? Let, let me tell you, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to sit this one out because I already tried for two years and was unsuccessful. So Mary, it's up to you, girl. You're gonna have to take You're one. Talking for the about team. reproducing? Yeah. Well, as the Mary's lone gonna person, have to take one for the team. As the lone person around here that has been a proven reproducer, Mary, I've got some wonderful news. You are my first and only choice, my queen. Me, you. <laughs> A coconut tree and a whole bunch of sand. Having sex next to a coconut tree would be the worst. You might accidentally die. You know how many deaths that happens? I prefer to be a little dangerous, Audrey. <laughs> okay. Mm. That's not how we reproduce. That, that's literally the exact opposite. We would, be, <laughs> <laughs> what happens, you would accidentally kill Mary, and then it's just the three of you dudes together, and that's not how... It's not, not Adam you, and Eve. It's that, not that, Adam and Steve, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I like how Audrey has just totally counted herself out of this. I'm not, dude. Yeah. She's like, I'm just going to swim away. <laughs> Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So I want you guys to know and understand and appreciate what I have been dealing with this week. Mahoney has just decided he's going to go on another week-long vacation. And then Audrey is just going to get up and go pee. During this song and say, hey, how long do I have? I say two minutes and she decides that's enough. I had a long pee. So you didn't anticipate that your pee was going to be no. so long? Well, you made it back. Just well, I mean, I also, I was like pushing it out. It was sounding like uh, pork chops frying. Like I was trying. Really? You're, yeah. going, you're getting after it. Well, I was trying. Thank you for hustling back. I, I do didn't have, have a, out of breath. I do have a very dramatic story uh, for you to hear, but I also think that you'll relate to it. And so I'm glad that you made it back. There is... Um, a king cobra, a highly venomous king cobra snake. That Are you saying that I am a queen cobra? Why would I relate to this? Sorry, I'm so out of breath still. Well, then stop interrupting me while I tell you this very Why dramatic story. I'm getting to that part. Come on. Stop yelling at me. God. So there's a Swedish aquarium, and this king cobra got out, which if you're in charge of the king cobra case, for the love of God, make sure it's shut. Watch your snake at all times. So this King Cobra named Servas has been renamed Houdini because he escaped from the terrarium through a light you fixture. You can't just rename your snake. What do you mean? It's a, it, it, you can just name it. It's, his name is Servas, but they renamed it Houdini because of how tricky he is. He, he snuck out through a light fixture, which is pretty impressive if you're a King Cobra. Okay. So he gets out. And they're frantically looking for this thing. Yes. Because it's a king cobra on the loose, which cannot just kill, uh, you know, a small creature could easily take out a human if there is an interaction. But here's the part that I think that you'll like and relate to. After a frantic week of searching high and low for this snake and everyone being terrified that there was going to be some catastrophic event where this snake encounters a person, a child, somebody's elderly, somebody, whoever. And it will kill them because they'll cross paths. This snake, Servas, a.k.a. Houdini. Should have named him John Cena. Just returned home. Oh, came home. He's a little homebody. He loves yeah. to just, just wants to venture out casually. Yeah, just go go check out the world a little bit and be like, okay, now I want to get back, back on that couch you and get just all cuddle snuggly. up. And yeah, just snuggle right up. Poor little guy. Just yeah. wanted to have some adventure and everybody's like freaking out. You know, they should make a book about him or a movie, a cute little uh, a cute little movie. I like that these morons at this Swedish aquarium have just not learned their lesson at all. So he is back in his terrarium, and they say it's been secured, 
and Houdini will return to public display. Of course. No, like give him some time out. Like you put him in solitary confinement. Make no, him think you about don't his punish things. him. <laughs> you don't punish him. Yes, you punish him. You can't what? just you can't just go on the lamb for a week. Bra- just, you just broke out of jail, man. Why does it got to be jail? Serve us no mas. Dave. God, she hates me so much. This is Dave and Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dave and Mahoney. So there's some people that go out robbing and they're stealing stuff that is just totally unnecessary to steal. And then there's other people that go out robbing and they're stealing the bare necessities. Let me introduce you to a 32-year-old dude named Manuel. Uh, he was caught stealing beer and toilet paper. That you would need the day after drinking the beer. Nothing worse than the yeah. day the dads. The uh, the store manager screamed at him, get a job, as he was shoplifting beer and toilet paper, to which he shouted back, I don't want to. <laughs> Police officers uh, with the tactical robbery unit, which seems a little excessive for the guy that's just stealing beer and toilet paper. I don't know. Tracked him down and arrested him. Yeah, it's just beer and toilet paper. Uh, well, here we go. The vehicle used in the robbery, also stolen. And, oh, that's where I am. Yeah. Mm. He did he did steal 192 beers and That's, the toilet paper, which seems like a lot. Did he have enough toilet paper for each beer? Maybe. He's ch- uh, facing charges of third-degree felony, grand theft, two counts of petty theft, driving a car without a tag, and knowingly driving with a suspended license. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I was out shopping, as yep. you do, grocery as you shopping, do. Yep. Yep. and um, the alarm went off, did not turn around. You just I going? thought I rang everything up. Did you steal something? I don't think so. But why would it have gone off? Well, because sometimes they have the little things. If you did, you do self checkout. Yeah. Well, then, yeah. Sometimes they have the little things on deodorant sticks or whatever. Yeah. And if you don't like deactivate it, it doesn't deactivate it by just scanning it. There has to be like a little. You ever seen them like that little that little pad yeah, on the yeah. side that they rub it on? Yeah. If you don't do that, it'll go off sometimes. Okay, good. Because did I was like, start, I'm if I'm stealing, I'm not turning back. Did you start running through the parking lot? Because you should have. No, but we, it was kind of like a traffic jam. So it was mm-hmm. me and a couple other people, and we were all just like looking around at each other. It was like, did you do that? Did you do that? Did you steal? I didn't steal. And so we all just walked out together. <laughs> I used to think it was funny to te- to take those tags off of things like sticks of deodorant or razors or whatever they had them on. And put them on people. Put them on, on my brother's back. Just, and and as he was walking through like Macy's, yep. we and used to do that too. Beep, 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 beep. Also, cell phones would do that back in the day. Do you remember that? Like certain phones would make those alarm systems go off and it'd be like, it's just my phone. That's how I got busted uh, stealing that CD that sent me to jail for the first time. It wasn't the CD you were trying to steal? It, it was, was your phone? No, it was the CD that I was trying to steal. It had one of those tags on the inside of the CD case. It actually mm. pre-opened it, put the tag in there, and then reclosed it, and it got me. Can you imagine being the person who that was your job? You got hired at the Radio Shack, and what you had to do was unbox, unsheath, open up, reclose, resheath mm-hmm. every yep. CD. I would quit. You can't pay enough. There's no amount of money that you could pay. First off, it was a Blockbuster Music, not a Radio Shack. They had music-specific Blockbusters? There was a Blockbuster Music. Yeah, there was a whole like sub-genre of Blockbusters. It, they just sold CDs and stuff. Wildly successful. Yeah, apparently. They all closed down. Guess who's still here? They actually made a blockbuster movie. It's on Netflix right now. Oh, that's interesting. Just called, wait for it, Blockbuster. Love it. Uh, So let me introduce you to one of the world's worst criminals that is also the world's worst getaway drivers. A Florida man is accused of a series of crimes that ended up... 
with him leading police on a chase down the 95 on a stolen scooter. His name is Roberto. He is 30 years old. He approached a woman riding a motorized scooter to work and told her to get off and then stole her scooter. At least he said that and just like shove her off. Uh, he drove off. He hit a car in the process and then stole laundry detergent from a CVS. Laundry detergent's expensive. I mean, I guess he was then spotted by an officer and he was chased by that officer. But keep in mind, he is on a scooter and the cop is in, you know, a souped up cop car. So um, didn't go great for him in the chase. Uh, it lasted about eight minutes, though, and he was arrested. Uh, I guess he also, um, the, the woman that you were talking about that he hit or took the scooter from, mm-hmm. he did hit her. But she was wearing a helmet, and he hit her on the helmet, so it didn't hurt her at all. Oh, well, good. That's yeah. why you have to yeah. practice road safety. That's right. Uh, charged with robbery, carjacking, fleeing, and eluding police. No valid driver's license. Two counts of leading the scene of a crash with property damage. Do you have to have a valid driver's license to drive a scooter? Yes, you do. You do? Yes, you do. Really? Yep. Are you sure? Yep. Huh. I think it's like a motorcycle's license. For a scooter? For like a moped. Uh, it depends where you are. Because in South Carolina, they used to call those DUI mobiles because if you got a Dewey and you lost your license and you'd have to ride a moped to work and everyone would be like, you saw some dude wearing a tie. Well, that was also like in 1960. What are you talking? How old do you think I am? I'm just kidding. That was at least like, though, in the what, 90s? The times have changed a bit. No, this was not in the 90s. When was this? This was in the early 2000s. (laughs) You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. complaint or opinion for Dave and Mahoney, then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Is there anything you bought recently that's drastically improved your quality of life? Message deleted. Absolutely. On Friday, I purchased $262.25 of black T-shirts, all the exact same black T-shirts, and chef's kiss. Excellent purchase. They haven't arrived yet, but I'm very excited for the day they do. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Totally necessary. In fact, I think that's what led to my good luck this weekend with hitting that jackpot. Oh, yeah, maybe. I was setting the table for success. By being prepared. I have honestly never met. I know people say routine is like mm. very important, very necessary whenever you're creating like healthy habits and healthy lifestyle I mean, choices. I don't mean to interrupt, but I just checked. And um, are they here? My T-shirts are arriving today by 8 p.m. That's very exciting. I'm excited. I'm going to have a, such a fresh look for the next 25 consecutive days. It literally will not look any different. That's what's so wild. So <laughs> <laughs> that's literally the craziest part about all of this. Uh, so have you always been this way? I always wonder that. Where it was like little Dave, what, what, just like eager handsome, to <laughs> tall. All dashing. of that, yes, Dave. Have you always been all of those things? No, uh, like, no. have you always like started your day and ended your day with routine? Like, did your parents implement that? Like, when no, did this shift no, happen? No, no, no. I feel like I've gotten more routine the more chaotic the rest of my life so has gotten. So about ten years. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, with there's kids Would you say everywhere. When you're about my age, around that time, do you find yourself starting to settle into some routines? Interesting, Would you... Dave. You literally just told me and kind of told me that I was becoming a grandmother and mm. I should be continuing my hot girl summer. Yeah. When just about the time, but about ten years ago for you, you started becoming. A little bit more of a routine. I wouldn't say person. ten years ago. I was still pretty, yeah, kind of all over the place ten years ago. But I will okay. say that with the more chaotic that things get for me, mm-hmm. with you know the kids are just total pandemonium all of the time, which mm-hmm. I love. I'm here for it. 
um, you know, nine different jobs simultaneously. There's a lot of stuff that I love doing. And my life being in chaos, I like. And so because my life is in chaos so much, there has to be things that are not chaotic. And Choosing your clothes should not be Choosing my clothes gotcha. and deciding on, like, meals and stuff like that. Because I'm also not the person. I don't eat food for pleasure, really. It's just kind of for sustenance. Like, Mahoney is the type of guy that... For pleasure. Lo- yeah, like, it gives him... But did you, do you remember that day when they brought us in with those roast beef sandwiches yes, or whatever? I was here. I ate one as well. He was like borderline orgasmic. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Like to me, like I just don't enjoy food like he enjoys food. So for me, T-shirts and meals can just be the same thing every day, and I'm totally content with that. Crazy. I like food for pleasure as well. Mm. Um, but I don't get the same type Are of... Are you not routine about anything? I mean, I know that it's definitely not the clothes because you'll come in here one day looking like a Spice Girl and the next day you'll come That's in here. That's changed a little bit. I mean, a little, but I mean, there's certainly been like days where you come in looking like two totally different people within a 24-hour period. Really? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Like, what do you mean? Now, now I want you to elaborate. Like, what do you mean? I come there's, like a- there's some days where you like come in and you are like done up head to toe as if you could like go Because we usually have out. like a meeting or something or something's sure, happening. Sure, we have a meeting. And then there's other days where you're just very like comfy and like cozy clothes. Like right now. Like today, right? Yeah. Nothing that's, wrong that's, with that's either. A, that's it's a just, normal girl swing. It just feels like that's a pretty big swing. That's like, a normal girl swing. Like, can you imagine if I like came in one day dressed like I always do, black t-shirt, jeans, kick-ass shoes, uh, and then the next day I rolled in in a tuxedo? That would just be strange, wouldn't but it? But that's so the normal girl swing. I, I I get what you're saying, and that's accurate. I agree with you. But there is no middle ground, really, for women. Like, there's really not. Like, no, I mean, and I, I, I don't mean to, like, bag on you for that, because I do think that that's fairly normal. I'm just asking, like, is, is there anything that is as routine for you as the black T-shirts are for me? Coffee. Coffee. Yeah. No, even, no, you are a liar, <laughs> That's and I'll tell you why, because <laughs> yeah. your coffee is all over the place, too. It is, but it's not Every my fault. Day, That's Starbucks, and I'm boycotting. My coffee matches my T-shirt. It is black. Yes, every day. Every single day. Yeah, your I like coffee, the creams. That's you have true. different creams that you go get. You're currently uh, mad at Starbucks because they're out of your cream. Yeah, get re-up the brown shaken sugar espresso um, thing. Okay, t- tell me if this is correct, because Natalie in the chat said it's all about balance, plus being hot is a state of mind. So do you just, like, wake up some days and decide today is hot Audrey day? Okay, so, but, like, if we... Audrey? It's so hard to get up that early and get ready. If you see me on the weekends, I am in, like, I will get ready. I am full get ready for the weekends. It is so much different when you're waking up and doing it. Okay. Like as early as we have to get up. No, for sure. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not giving you a hard time. I mean, kind of. I'm, I'm asking you. I made her mad. No, I'm not mad. mad. No, I'm not mad. No, I'm not. But you, you doing that is annoying. You should calm down. <laughs> you doing that is annoying, guest. I'm not mad. I just think it's interesting to hear the male perspective of the female swing because it's very hot or not. I was just trying to figure out if there is anything in your life that is no. very routine. I thought that there was, and yeah. it might be. And I don't even take naps consistently. Mm. I don't, yeah, I don't really do much of, uh, there's not much consistency. There's not much routine. There's really not. Crazy. Never really thought about that. Because I would have thought that there was, but no. If I, and I don't mean to pressure you um, into my routines, but if I bought you $262.25 of black t-shirts, would you wear them? No, not black t-shirts, but black leggings. Black leggings. Yeah. 
That'd be like two pairs of black leggings. <laughs> yeah, I really so you Okay, so you guys know those times when you really don't want to face the day. Um, like, how do you get past that? How do you motivate yourself? Message deleted. I wake up and I put on a crisp black t-shirt and I am ready to go. Do you do positive self-talk in the mirror? No. I would love to think about Dave just looking at himself and being like, you are kind, you are important. Because you you love words of affirmation, so I just consi- I just would it love to be like, I love the, myself. It devalidates it when I'm just it's me talking to myself no, in the mirror. That's and, the, but you are and, supposed to love yourself the most. And there's always that really awkward moment where like I lean in for a kiss and then I accidentally bump into myself in the mirror, and it's just like <sighs> you never made out with yourself whenever you were a kid in the mirror to like practice. I don't know, what you're or like about. on your hand. Yeah, you I did. I know you did. Oh, good for you. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. I think that we can all agree that AI is pretty awesome when it works. Like, I have a friend that was telling me one of his job criteria is to write articles for the website for his company, and he hates it. Yeah, that not sounds just, horrible. Not, not a good writer, doesn't like doing the articles. So and, how the heck did he get the job? Well, so it, it, his primary job isn't that. That's just something that they've decided to tack on. Ugh, the worst. And you're like forced to do like two to four articles a day sort of thing. Just nonsense. Now you're a writer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And you have to really love writing in order to be a writer. But there, there is an AI. Have you heard about this, Pajamas? There is an AI program now where basically you put in kind of like the key points of your thoughts and then it just auto-generates the entire article for you. So nice. It's, Ooh, yeah. No, so, I haven't heard of that one. So it's a shortcut, and you know, a lot of students are using it for different projects and things like that. <laughs> you put in like the, the, just the key ideas of what you have, and then it fills in all of the other stuff for you. It's fascinating. And I mean, like that's a good use of AI because it makes our lives <sighs> Back better. in my day, whenever we wanted to cheat, we would have to take the the period in every essay or paper that we had to write and just make it a little bit bigger so that we would get a whole extra page maybe. Now kids are out here putting their thoughts. Just a couple of thoughts and, and then it auto-generates the, the entire thing for you. Yeah, pretty dope. But there's also things with AI where it goes way too far and it seems unnecessary, and this is one for you. So humans will be one step closer to talking to animals. Cool. Love it. You do? Yeah. Why, what do you mean? What happens... It, okay, so you're dog Blue. You and Blue have been together for how many years now? Besties for the Resties. Besties Since 2013. 2013. Rescued him then. Ten, a decade together. Yeah. What if they develop this AI to the point where Blue can talk, and you realize that he is an annoying mother F? There's no way. I mean, that's just not possible. No, I, what if it is? I mean... He has no thoughts. What if he's there. a flat earther? Dude, I'll take it. That's fine. Will you? And I'll change him. Uh, he's like, bro. Have you heard of chemtrails? No, he's gonna. <laughs> I mean, if anything, he's my son who would like be like one of those douche vapors. Oh, he'd just be sitting there and be like, "Hey, ma, give me a vape. Give ma, me a vape, ma, ma." No, I think that this is fantastic. Ma, I think that my jewel? there's so ma! many animals that we need to actually have. I, this is no, made. we don't. I don't know. I I just think that we're so evil to animals that this would be fine. No, it wouldn't. Why? Because we would figure out that dogs actually are, I mean, they, they're creeps for sure. That's not where my head would ever go. <laughs> what do you mean they're creeps? I mean, like, I know that my my old dog, Bailey, RIP, she was my queen. She's my ham, in the ham sandwich ham, in the sky. My, my ham queen. Every single morning, I'd toss her a piece of ham that she would always miss. But she also did that thing that a lot of dogs do where when they're pooping, they make eye contact. Whatever, they're just making sure that you're watching them. Ah, that's what you think. What if Bailey was just like, are you enjoying this? That's not real, Dave. 
What kind of no, Dave? This is how I know you're a actual Looney Tune because you think (laughs) that your dog would fetishize their pooping. (laughs) Dave, this is good technology. This This is is not good. No, it's not good technology. Yes, it is. What is everyone in the chat saying? You're looking at it. Are they twitch.tv slash Dave? They all said that Audrey's a pervert. (laughs) Follow the Dave and Mahoney show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. Way out in the land of the setting sun, where the wind blows wild and free, there's a lovely spot, just the only one, that means home sweet home to me. If you follow the old Kit Carson trail till the desert meets the hills, oh, you certainly will agree with me, it's the place of a thousand thrills.